Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of all right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my basement. Thank you, Corby, for the audio, and uh, we look forward to moving over to the junction very, very soon in Old Hilliard. But uh, for tonight, uh, I have a very special guest with me, and, and I, it's very special guest because it's a very special league. And uh, Joe, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, and, and we'll go from there. So my name is Joe Fox, and I have the privilege and the pleasure of being the director of the Miracle League of Central Ohio. There you go. Joe, uh, and, and you you just told me this offline, but let's go ahead and cover it with with the audience since they weren't listening. <laughs> um, sure. How you said um, you are the league director for the Miracle League of Central Ohio. You have been doing this for eleven years, right? Eleven years. Yep. The Miracle League of Central Ohio actually started back in two thousand five, so this is our sixteenth year. Um, I have been the league director for the past eleven years. Prior to that, I was actually an announcer for two years, which is the best job in the world. I can talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, so I've been involved for 13 of the 16 years. There you go. Um, yes. So let's start off, I guess, with an introduction to the Miracle League, because there may be somebody here that that uh, will hear this that's never heard of the Miracle League. Um, sure. We are blessed to be, I don't know, five miles away from one of the fields uh, where I live. And so I, I am familiar with it. And I can tell a little personal story at some point as well. But um, for anybody that's not familiar with the Miracle League, can you explain to us what the Miracle League is? Sure. Um, the Miracle League is a baseball league for athletes with special needs. And we have, when I say special needs, I mean all kinds of special needs. Um, we have athletes who have, are in wheelchairs, athletes with walkers, um, a lot of autistic athletes, um, the um, span of age for players in the Miracle League um, ranges from about three to in their 30s. And I'll talk a little bit about the two different leagues. Um, the Miracle League plays at a special field at Darry Fields in Dublin. Mm -hmm. um, it has a special surface, an AstroTurf surface that enables players to play with wheelchairs and walkers. Um, this summer, uh, we have more than 250 players in our Saturday league, which is the larger league, we'll probably have another 30 to 40 players in our night league, which is for older teens and young adults. Awesome. The Miracle League of Central Ohio is one of about 200 Miracle Leagues around the country. Um, we actually are one of the biggest. Wow. Yeah, I, I believe so. Based on some statistics that I saw um, in, a, I think it was an NBC News uh, report where they covered right. it. Um, and that was, yeah, that is a very large, large, um, large and we group. keep growing every year. This, this past year, we did not play last summer, um, because of COVID-19, mm -hmm. uh, but we just started our 2021 season on May the 1st. And despite the pandemic, um, we almost broke the record for the number of players, which I think says a lot about how anxious it, everybody is to get things back to normal. So, yeah. um, absolutely. But, and so far we've, we, we, we have, um, played May 1st 
and May 15th. We could not play May the 8th because it was too cold. It's cold. Would you believe that in May, yes. right? But I yes. think you, I, that's a good point. Don't you play your seasons a little earlier in the summer? And then do, is there one in the we fall do. as well because right. of the weather and, and maybe yes. the challenges that that would present for some athletes? Yes. So what we do is we usually start in early May and we usually go until mid-July. So we have a 10-game season. Um, and um, so we do not play either Memorial Day weekend or the 4th of July weekend. Every Saturday of the Saturday league plays eight games. There are 16 teams, each with about 15 or 16 players on each team. And um, we do start in early May because by the middle to end of July, it gets very, very hot out there. And yeah. we, we were very sensitive to protecting our players. Yeah. So we will, this, year do... we, this year we finish up on July the 17th. Okay. And is there a fall league as well? Or is there it just, is not, just, although we do have um, the, the, the night league, which is the league for um, older teens and young adults, they do play into September because they're playing at night, so it's yeah. cooler. Yeah. Um, and then usually at the end of September or in early October, uh, when we can avoid a Buckeye football game, <laughs> have our World Series um, where we scramble the teams and we form all-star teams and that's our special event um, in September. And then one more time we get together, um, typically in December, for what we call Afternoon with Santa. We have a, a event where uh, the special needs kids can come. And, and for many of them, it's their first chance to sit on Santa's lap. So it's really a special day. Oh, that's awesome. And that's what I was going to say. My experience... Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll go into a little bit more about the experience again a little bit later. But the one experience that I had that I thought was so special was this is a party. I mean, it is fun. Really? It is from the minute you walk up, there's the there's a DJ. As you said, you're the announcer right. or you were the announcer. Uh, and, and it's a booming voice and it's exciting. And they say each player's name. And I mean, you would think you're in a major league baseball game in the World Series itself. There's so much um just fanfare and fun and and uh i think they had snow cones or ice cream cones or something when i was there the one time and uh it's just a blast and and all it's it's really all about having fun and giving an opportunity and that's why i just i love it so much it's really i mean it's it's special it's very very special you you have described the environment perfectly um it's probably one of the most uplifting environments you can be in, you know, in, in today's world where sports are so competitive, right. um, you come there and everybody is rooting for every player. Right. And, and magically, even if there are 15 players on one team and 12 on the other, every game ends up in a tie. Somehow we, <laughs> we create some runs. <laughs> and, uh, and, but it's just, it's just such a positive experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I can talk a little bit more about some of the volunteers and how it's a very positive experience for them to, it's really a positive experience for everybody because yeah. obviously the players are getting a chance to play baseball, which they ordinarily would not get to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a great thing for the families um, because their life is more difficult than my life and a lot of the other volunteers. Mm -hmm. And so for them to come, and just relax for an hour and watch their child have fun. Mm -hmm. It's that's very special for them. And then for the volunteers, 
Um, it really is given back to the community, makes you realize how fortunate you are. And um, the volunteers, we have a lot of kids, we have a lot of adults, and I, I think everybody would say they get more out of it than they give. So 100%. And I think that extends to the fans as well. And that yep. was, oh, yeah. I, yeah. You know, as I said, my, my experience to revisit that, I took my kids, we had a friend who's whose son played in the league and, and um, we just, they, we, they, we, we don't get to see him often. They were in town. So we're like, Oh, let's go over. And I always wanted to see it anyway. I had seen reports about it. So I, I wanted to see what the field was like and the environment and everything. And uh, we went over and my kids had such a good time. They wanted to go back the next week. That's and um, you know what I mean? And that, that was the honest truth. They, they, they wanted to go back again and they wanted to celebrate our friend, but also I think just be in the environment and, for me, that was awesome because all three of my kids are in some level of sports. And I, I, w- I remember walking away thinking every coach, and if you're hearing this and you have a team, I don't care what league it is, swimmers, wrestlers, football players, basketball, players, it doesn't matter what sport, you need to take your team. And you need to spend a Saturday. Um, obviously, you're going to talk about volunteering. That would be ultimate. But just stop by a game and watch, even f- even just for a few innings. And I guarantee you your team's going to have a little bit of a an opportunity to maybe take some inventory on on priorities, on um, how fortunate they are, and and all those things. It's just a very special, and it's fun. It's it's really fun. So, um, and that is very true. You know, yeah. we we actually have. Um, numerous occasions during the summer when um, teams come out and and they come out for a day. Many of them during the summer are playing in tournaments themselves yeah. on True. Saturdays. So they True. can't commit to being a buddy throughout the entire season. But we have what we call game day buddies um, and they come out for a day and we try to assign them to players or they become first base coaches and third base coaches or they become catchers um, or they help the announcer. And we try to make it a fun experience for them with the hope that maybe they will become buddies someday. Yeah. Now that you touched on that. So there's some different levels and opportunities. Um, when I'm a buddy, what, what does a buddy look like? What, okay. is that, yeah. what does that, that job yeah. look like? So, so I mentioned we have 250 players. This summer we have more than 300 volunteers um and the vast majority of them are buddies and buddies um are typically middle school or high school students who help the players bat run the bases and play catch when they're on the field and so some of the adults some of the buddies are adults sometimes parents want to be the buddy for their child and that's perfectly okay but the buddies really are what make the Miracle League work because we need a lot of volunteers. And it's really great because if someone can commit to a 10-game season, and and nobody makes it all 10 games. Everybody's got a wedding or a visit to grandmother Mm -hmm. or a vacation. and But if they can come, you really begin to get a bond between the player and the buddy. We try to pair them up every week. And then what's really neat, Aaron, is when – they come back the next year and they pair again. There have been some player buddy pairs that have stayed together for like five, six, seven years, and they become very, very close. It is really neat to see. I love um, that. So That's awesome. Yeah. And, and the other thing, one of the things we've just done, um, we've just closed the application process. Um, we give out a couple of small college scholarships 
nice. to graduating seniors who have been buddies. And um, they have to write an essay. And, and what's really neat when you see these essays, they, how many of them have said their involvement in the Miracle League actually influences their choice of what they want to major in in college and what yeah. they want to do. It's really something, really yeah. something. There's no doubt in my mind that, that I just I don't know how you can go to a Miracle League game, let alone really immerse yourself as a volunteer or or even more and not be changed somehow. You know, I, walk I, away I, the same way as you got there. I don't know. I really right. don't because it's and I would think that the volunteers do a, do a pretty good job too of bringing the energy uh, and the excitement and the right. you know uh, the players are really excited too. But that those buddies I'm sure help a lot with with really keeping the excitement up too. They do. They they definitely do. And and you know I mentioned being an announcer because mm -hmm. uh, as I said that is the best job in the world because all of the kids have nicknames. Mm -hmm. So you've got uh, Hunter the Bunter coming up <laughs> and Mash and Maddie and Princess Sophia mm -hmm. um, and Princess Doodlebug. <laughs> you know, and it's so much fun because you're you're announcing their name as they bat and they run the bases and you make a real big deal when they score. The last batter of every inning gets a grand slam. So, you know, it, their grand slam is going to be on Sports Center. you know, and so it's really a lot of fun to be an announcer. Yeah. Now, you mentioned, so what, what are the needs? Because the league is funded by sponsorship only. Is that correct? So, so, um. So there's two main um, sources of funding. Um, the first is registration fees. The, the players do pay, um, and it's a very nominal fee. This year, um, it was $40 to play in the summer league. And, and if you play in, in virtually any other baseball league, you'll be paying two, three, five times that. So, mm -hmm. and, and even, you know, even with that, if someone cannot pay, we actually use some of our sponsorship money to enable them to pay. Okay. Um, so there's the registration fees, but then the biggest source of income is actually the sponsorships. And we have four levels of sponsorship, um, and I'll just briefly describe them. Yeah, there are season sponsors, um, and so um, they that's the highest level of sponsorship. That's a $2,500 sponsorship, and that's you get a lot of publicity, a lot of visibility, your banners are in center field. Your names are always getting announced. Um, and just to give you some examples of, of who they are this year, um, it's the Columbus Clippers. Um, it's Scott's Miracle Grow. It's Orthopedic One, the W.W. Williams Company. There's a family that runs a fundraiser called the Wishing Well. And then the city of Dublin. And I'll say more about the city of Dublin in a little while because they have been a tremendous partner. So that's the highest level. And then there are team sponsorships, and we have 16 teams, and a team sponsorship is $500. And team sponsorships are everybody. <laughs> there are big companies. There are small companies. There are churches. There are um, families. And so that's the second level. The third sponsorship is what we call a special event sponsorship. That's $400. And we have five special events every year. Um, we have, um, we just had what we call celebration day because we were celebrating the fact that COVID-19 is over and we were playing baseball again. Awesome. We have grandparents day. We have trophy day. We have the world series and afternoon with Santa. 
And then the last level of sponsorship is $250. And that's what we call a game day sponsorship. When it's not a special event day, you're sponsoring all eight games. And in all cases, you're getting a lot of visibility with signs at the field, dugout signs, banners, the announcer, and on the website. So, and that, so the, the sponsorships are really critical. Um, and, and so that's how we're always looking for new sponsors. And we're also always looking for new volunteers. Okay. And you mentioned, just so I want to make sure I understood this right, because I, I know a podcast that, like I said, offline might be interested in a sponsorship. <laughs> um, the, uh, um, the, at all level, there's banners and, and it's not just. Um, well, the, 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 the description of the um, benefits from each, there's, there's actually information on the website. Okay. The perfect. banners in center field are for the season the sponsors. Top. So okay. this year there are six season sponsors and their banners hang all throughout the season. The, the team sponsors, there are dugout signs with the names of the team sponsors. Gotcha. Um, the special event sponsors, they get publicity on the day of the special event and gotcha. the game day sponsors the same thing. So the banners are really for the season sponsors. Gotcha. And I know, I know you ran through that. I just wanted to clarify sure. again, yep. but either way, you know, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I, I kind of spend my days doing this type of work, um, you know, for sponsors, for companies and things like that. And $2,500 may be the best deal in town when it comes to a sponsorship level. Uh, and especially when it's the top tier that, that I, I mean, you know, a lot of people are going for 25,000 and that's 2,500 is what you said, correct? Right. $2,500. I mean, that's, not to sound like I'm trying to drum up money, but I mean that's come on, that's twenty five hundred dollars is is awesome for a big company. That's that's nothing, and right. and I'm sure. And again, it goes to an incredibly great cause, and and uh, that's awesome. Those are great levels for volunteers. And, for and so you know, like it, uh, the other thing we do is for many of the sponsors, um, we will invite them to come out and throw the first pitch at one or more games. So so this week, um, one of the churches. Um, the president of the men's club is coming out and throwing the, the first pitch. Um, last week at Celebration Day, um, we had the mayor of Dublin, um, one of the city council members, um, the person that is their events coordinator, and the person that's in charge of field maintenance. They all came out and threw out first pitches. So that's great. we really try to we really appreciate our sponsors and we try to acknowledge them. That's that's great. And the you mentioned the city of Dublin. Uh, did you want to touch on the city of Dublin? You said? Oh, yeah. I, boy, I could go on for a long time with the city of Dublin. So so let me just start this way and say um, the creation of the Miracle League in Dublin is probably one of the most impressive grassroots stories you will ever hear. Okay? Awesome. This goes back to 2005. And a gentleman by the name of Terry Lydon, who's a Dublin resident, um, was watching ESPN. And he heard about a Miracle League in Alabama or Georgia. And although Terry did not have a special needs child, he actually went to Dublin City Council. And he said, we need to do something like this in Dublin. We need to create a league like this. And from the very outset, Dublin City Council was very supportive. They said to Terry, we will give you the land. Okay, there's, there's a parcel of land at, at Dari Fields that we could commit. 
But Terry, it's going to be up to you to raise the money. Wow. Well, Terry and a small handful of volunteers raised several hundred thousand dollars by reaching out to the corporate community. And they, and I can remember, I can remember actually going to the groundbreaking. It was in May of 2005. I knew about it because I was involved in Dublin baseball and they invited people to come out for the groundbreaking and they had the mayor of Dublin and, and, and some of the big sponsors. And I remember looking literally at a field of corn and saying, <laughs> and they said, well, it's May. We're going we're gonna to not play during the summer because the field won't be done until September. We're going to play in the fall. And I looked at my wife and I said, there's no way they're going to play. <laughs> no way. Okay? And I was partially right because they finished the field ahead of schedule and started playing in August, which was just – and all of this was the grassroots effort by a handful of people – with support from the city of Dublin. Since then, all 16 years, the city of Dublin has been a tremendous partner. They That's have awesome. helped us expand our facilities. They've helped us push shading over the bleachers. We were one of the first baseball fields in Dublin to have shading over the bleachers. They helped, they put a new garage on that has become our storage space. Um, they help with all of the field maintenance. They've helped with special events. We had what we call our 10 Centennial for our 10th anniversary. The city of Dublin gave us money to help us with that event. They, we cannot thank the city of Dublin enough. And, and it's been fantastic, just fantastic. And it is a gorgeous facility. It is really, really nice. I mean, do you guys, does anybody play on that field when you're not in season or is it, is it off limits? So no, it's, it's definitely um, open. Um, so, but I would actually like to see it used more by other mm -hmm. groups. I have reached out to special Olympics, for example, and said, come out and use the field. And also there is a special needs playground and there are actually some training stations for special Olympics where you can come out and, and do some workouts um, so I've reached out to Special Olympics. What also happens is that some special needs classes at the schools will reach out to me and say, could we use the field on a Thursday for one of our classes? And the answer is always yes. Mm. And then there are families in the league that will say, we'd like to have our, our birthday party out there. And the answer is yes. Okay. And then um, I think a church group one time, they wanted to have a kickball tournament. So we had a kickball <laughs> tournament. Do you, do you rent the field or is it, it or do they just need to contact Everything you? Everything is free. All you have to do is contact me um, and, and that's doable through the website. And, um, you know, we can make the equipment available. Um, and so, you know, there is no charge to, to use the field. Even more reason to be a sponsor then. I mean that, you know, I mean, there's cost. There has to be a cost involved. Even when somebody's just borrowing it, uh, there has to be a cost involved. But to your point, in my um, previous life, I just recently left a facility that um, uh, we had some indoor space. And my favorite days, despite we had some mega stars in there at times, but uh, my favorite days were the days that the special needs classes would come over from uh, Hilliard schools. I, it was my favorite email every year. Hey, can we come over? We get it on the calendar. And, um, just 
it was just fun. It, I, I enjoyed it. And they, and then they always, I still have them in my office here at the house. Um, they would always write me thank you notes afterwards. And they, uh, man, they, they, they get a tear in your eye. Tuck in your um, heart. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. I've you gotten know, some just, of those too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's so tender and and special. And again, we're, we're inundated, uh, especially for those of us that have kids in sports, we can easily start to go down a, a path and a river that just takes us wherever it takes us. And before you know it, we're, and we got to be in this league and we got to wear this uniform. We have to play on this and do that. And, you know, and, and, and it just brings you quickly back to remember, it's just such a, it's such a simple fun game. And there's a lot of people that just want to play, just yep. want to play. That's it. And so um, I'm such a huge fan of, of, uh, of everything that the miracle league does. And again, these are across the country. So anybody listening to the podcast, yep. that, you know, maybe yep. reaches outside of Ohio, please check locally because there's probably one. Do you know how many States they're in by chance? I honestly don't know, but I know there are over 200. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the neat things that the national organization has done, um, and they started this um, two years ago, um, they actually have a national all-star game. Oh, wow. And they invite all of the leagues to send a representative. And so we, now they didn't have one last year because of COVID. But we have sent an, a representative to both of the All-Star games. And um, one was easy. One was in Findlay, Ohio. So nice. actually, one of our night league teams went up and became the opposition for the All-Star team. <laughs> but, but two years ago, I went to the All-Star game with one of our veteran players and his parents to Sioux City, Iowa. And Aaron, this was, this was amazing because um, literally – as they introduced the players, they walked out of a field of corn, just oh, like in a field of dreams. Oh, that's great. Now, it wasn't real corn. It was metal corn. Still. But it was the coolest thing yeah. to have them come out of the corn onto the Miracle League field. And then there was a they had a, they did a wonderful job hosting the All-Star Weekend. So Yeah. Well, I can tell by your joy in in uh, in this conversation that you love what you do, <laughs> and that's I tell everybody so this is this is the best thing I have ever done. No, yeah. without question, without question. So, well, that's awesome. So, just to recap, and and uh, I think probably let's start with the links. So, if I've heard this and I'm interested, uh, let's just say I'm in Ohio, I'm interested yep. in volunteering or one yep. of the four sponsorship levels or right. being a buddy or um, any of the things we've talked about. What's my next move? So we do have a website, and, and that is www.miracleleaguecentraloh.org, okay. miracleleaguecentraloh.org. And when you go to the website, you can find information about volunteering, find information about sponsorships. If you're a player, that's where all of the registration happens. That's where all the schedules are posted. Um, and, and so... And, and then there's contact information. We have a Gmail account and we, we can answer questions. A lot of times when people um, are interested, I will usually schedule a phone call with them. It's a lot easier than five or six emails to just talk to somebody on the phone for 20 minutes. And usually after I describe the opportunities, um, people are hooked. They, yeah. they, they'll say, I want to become an announcer or I'd like to be an assistant coach you know, I used to play baseball, and so I'd like to coach. Um, so it's, and so, you know, groups will say we, we want to host the refreshments on Grandparents Day. So go to the website, 
get the contact information and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Awesome. Well, and you were happy enough that you responded to my email for this interview. And I'm very That's thankful right. for that because I, it, I really, it was one of those kind of Hail Marys, like, well, let's see what happens, you know? And, and I was so honored because I'm such a huge, huge fan and have been ever since my first that. visit. I mean, yeah, this is, this is great. And it, it spreads the word. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so thank you very much for the invitation to do this. Oh, and I and again, I, I'm blown away by your sponsorship levels. I really am. And I'm 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 pretty serious. I, I really hope a year from now, put me on the hook. OK, when, right. when a year from I now, will, when it I comes to sponsorship to time, you better reach out. And I, well, one I of I'll the forget things, the timing. One of the things that we have been very blessed with, I, I will say this, I will say the generosity associated with the Miracle League has made me a more generous person. Mm -hmm. Once you come out, um, you're touched and, and, and people are very, very generous. And um, because of that, what you find is that many of our sponsors just carry over from year to year. We have a very high, we very high retention rate. Where, where we lose sponsors is if, if it's a family and the family moves away. Okay. Or sometimes a company might get acquired by another company. Yeah. And, and the, but, but those are the exceptions rather than the rule. It's, it's, you know, not uncommon to have 90, 95% of our sponsors say, yeah, put me down again. Yeah. So. And especially at those levels. And, and, uh, I, I am I am very serious because because I, I just and it's not about marketing for me it really isn't to me it's it's really about just supporting something that I'm just such a big fan and really believe in and and thank you for all you do too you give a lot of your time um, I'm sure this isn't you know this doesn't this isn't just a couple hours on a Saturday it's a big job and and um, you know it's a the success of the league is clearly because of your leadership in that and uh, so thank you for for leading that I have, I have a lot of help a lot of good help believe me. Well, we could always use more. So if you're hearing this, <laughs> right. let's go to, uh, you know, let's give those sponsorship levels, but also look at the volunteering. And I, I am very serious when I say, coach, if you're hearing this, and I don't know what coach may be listening, but whatever coach you are, um, please reach out because I really, I can't recommend it enough that you go and and just, even if you just spend an inning, just watch an inning right. and let your team kind of just get some perspective and, and I guarantee they'll have a great time. So right. and you want to um, bring your team out. Yep. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, thank you so much for your time. It really, very, very and uh, well. I, I hope thank that you for your time. Thank you for your time. On the website, the schedule is this, is that on there as well? Mm -hmm. Yep, awesome. on the home page at the bottom are the um, schedules for all ten weeks. Um, first game starts at nine forty-five. Last game starts at six thirty, and you can come and root for your favorite team. Um, so, well, I the other thing I'm gonna guarantee is i'm going to be out before the summer's over before the All season's right. over i want to get out and uh i'll i'll, I'll shout at you <laughs> i'm sure you're busy I'm on usually, that day, so. usually hanging around the announcers uh booth and uh i'm there for much of the season um again i've got some very good volunteers so every once in a while i can sneak home and have lunch or have dinner but uh i'm usually there at the beginning and there at the end because there's a lot to do in terms of setup and takedown so i'm sure all right. Well, thank you for your time. I hope to see you thank this you, summer. Aaron. I will definitely hear from you next year, uh, when, like probably a few months before you know before that time. And uh, I really am I'm, I'm serious about that. And uh, I thank you so much for your time and best of thank luck you. the rest of the thank season. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Great, great talking to you. All right. Good talk to you too. Take care. This has been the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad. 
from his studio at the junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll be back with another great guest soon. We'll see you next time. Thank you.